0: Josie, I got a I got a question. You might not like it. And you, and, and I only, I, I'm, just, I'm just gonna preface it like that. You might not like it. I'm, I want to hear the answer because you talked about playing. You talked about being happy, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna take take it back maybe a year or two to to Toronto when Chris Armis oh. got uh, got hired. You know. Um, And just like you're my former teammate national team, Armis is my former teammate national team. So, you know, and and obviously Chris, uh, I mean, B's played with him as well. What the hell happened? (laughs) 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 I mean...
1: Gentlemen, welcome to the crack podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for episode three, season three. I want to give a big, 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 big round of applause to my co-hosts, Mr. Gucci Onyewu, Demarcus Beasley, and myself. I'm Abricio Muki Wilson. We are so glad to be here today. And we have, I don't want to call him a guest. Um, so I think today we're going to make him a fourth member of the of the no. uh, of the of the group. No, no.
2: Nope. <laughs> nope.
1: We, we have a U.S. men's national team. I guess you call him veteran now. He's only 32 years of age. But uh, Mr. Josie Altidore.
0: Um, oh, yeah, you're a veteran at 30. If you ain't a veteran at 32, what are you? <laughs> Goodness gracious!
1: I look at you guys still like you on the team, so I, I know he's a he's definitely a generation below you guys. But two um,
0: generations below us.
1: Two <laughs> generations. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. But Josie is joining us very early on the show. Um, Beast, how you feeling today, brother?
3: I'm good, man. I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to get at Josie. So let's 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 get at let's get at it.
0: Oh man, you, you, you gonna mention how he's been dodging us though? Like legit,
3: man. I got the text ready to go.
1: <laughs> he got receipts. He got receipts. My man got receipts, man. That is crazy. But um, a, a lot's been going on. Um, and soccer as a whole, it's been fun. I just want to say today is two 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 two. two to be clear, the day we recording, and uh, it's Timothy Weyer's birthday. So big shout outs to Timothy Weyer Happy uh, birthday, King! Christian Pulisic scored a goal today in the Champions League. So big shouts out to him and to. Today's my two I heard he house. I heard he did
0: that I heard he did that because of you because you were talking so much smack about him in pre- prior months. So he said, you know, I gotta do this for Mookie because he's sleeping on me. Like is, no, is, like is,
1: always. Is, is Goose still hanging on to that?
0: Is he still I'm hanging here. on?
1: Geez, I don't see I'm, a man I never I'm, see a man hanging on a tree so long. But uh oh, this guy. It's also uh my anniversary, uh two year anniversary. So uh big up my wife and, um, and and my family and friends and loved ones, man. But with no further ado, man, let's bring on the Zoe our show the crack podcast is sponsored by bet online head over now to place all your sporting bets obviously champions leagues in full swing we have mls that's coming up epl is uh fighting to the end la liga bundesliga you name it Bet Online has it from all the latest odds totals player performances props to where the next fire coach is gonna land Bet Online is number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Mr. Josie Altador. What up, Joes?
2: What up, what up? you hear me now? I can hear you. What's up, man. brother? Yeah, hey, I was trying to say that was on me. Hold on, let me get my headphones. My headphones. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yo, he comes hey, on. Hey. he doesn't hey. have his headphones on. Dude. I was letting them charge five minutes, bro. They was dead. Yeah. I mean, worked out hey, like I, these, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna I ain't going
3: bullshit though. How long did it take me to get my mic ready, Moot?
1: Uh, like what? Season and a half? Oh today. No, no, no. Today. today. No, no, no. no, I am no, not gonna no, put down you. I think it might have been my fault, man. I told my you fault. Was your shit. But Joe, let me give you the proper introduction, man. Let's get a big round of pause, please, for the United States men's national team. Veteran, MLS Cup, uh, final MVP, MLS Cup winner, uh, two World Cups, um, you know, it, uh, a model,
3: a model, like,
1: yep, yep. businessman, <laughs> entrepreneur, father, husband. Over 100 caps. Over 100 <laughs> caps. I mean, Over 40 goals. <laughs> and it's, and that's why it took us three seasons to get him on the show, man. Let's get a big round of applause, please, Mr. Josie Altidore, sir.
2: What up, man? I appreciate it, man. Following in the footsteps of these dudes right here, man. I'm trying to tell you, brother. I'm trying to tell you, these two brothers right here—they laid the path, man. So what's up to
1: y'all? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate yeah. you coming on, man. Um, how's preseason going?
2: Good, man. Today was actually um the final day of a preseason match we had, like really nice. like 45 minutes ago. So y'all, bees, you, and Gooch, you know how it is. So I'm very happy to end. <laughs> preseason and, and get started now you know preseason
0: is never fun so what year is this how, how much how, how much how much running is bruce making you do
2: man let me tell you bruce hasn't <laughs> changed in the sense you, you y'all know him and it's like you know he, he peels off a little bit but when you work you work you know what i'm saying so mm. it's been hard on the legs but it's preseason you need that you need to build that foundation for the year so it's been good and uh yeah year 17 moop Wow. 17 starts with season. Season.
1: God bless, so, man. God bless. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do what B's did. 20, I'm trying to- I'm to nah, you make
2: it 20, man. Easily. easily. make it I don't know about yeah. easily, but I'm trying to make it. Bro. Hey, you got <laughs> that, you got that
1: Zoe blood in you, man. You can do it, brother. You can do it, man.
2: <laughs> Yo, you're,
3: you're only going to be 35 when you when, when you of 20th year, so you'd be well, good Well, first go, of
0: all, man. let's all just be real. Uh, Josie's older than both of us right now. Don't call him a Freddy. Don't call him a Freddy. Don't call him a Freddy. That's my boy.
2: Don't
1: call him a
0: Freddy. Freddy's not Yo, people, but he,
1: that's definitely not his age, Josie. Come on, man. Don't do that,
0: dog. <laughs> oh, her, her, first national team camp with Josie, they say, this boy's
2: 18. I said, what
0: boy?
1: Wait, what boy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh my goodness! Jo- 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 Jogs, I was, I was, alone, yeah, I have no Mook. doubt, man. But, but here's the problem, alone, though, man. He don't want to come on the, on, the, on the show. He don't like bees, so you know. Stop. He tried to tell Mrs. love here. You know what I
0: mean?
2: He said he don't Stop. like you, he bees. Won't. He said he don't
0: like you. <laughs> Yeah, forward voicemail. to this call has been forward to voicemail I was like oh snap <laughs>
2: y'all know Freddie got a lot to deal with leave Freddie alone man yeah Freddie man pop-
1: but we, we want to show him that love though we want to put him on that pedestal you know what I'm saying I'm going to try
2: to hit him to, to get make sure he do this podcast podcast is amazing man. I appreciate you it'd be cool you, for him to tell a story you know he got a cool story different story than everybody So,
1: and, and that's the thing we want to do here we want to tell it the way it needs to be told and not through the, the lens of other people And as well we all got to learn from each other you know what I mean like you said, um, there's many things that Gooch and and uh, Bees have done that paved the way. And look at you now, how much things you have paved the way for the the generation behind you, man. You know, absolutely, man. Uh, how do you feel in terms of your 17th season coming into preseason, having these young gunners in the locker room, man? I mean, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a balance. Maybe. Like if Bees was trying to trying to hang on and trying to be cool like them, man. Like you know, <laughs> or how, or, how do you know how to fit in?
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, it's different for sure, man. Like, they playing music, and I'm like, who is this? Who and like, is You that? know who this is, man? <laughs> this is so-and-so. He popping. They're doing all these dances and stuff. So it's crazy because I'm sure Bees and Gooch, y'all know, like, just yesterday, that was us, you know, doing these yeah. dances, getting the celebrations ready. And then, yeah. you know, boom, I'm looking at them like, what are you doing, you know? So <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's different, but... You know I, I i'm i'm blessed man i'm lucky that i'm still even in the locker room some of these kids 16 17 years old you know so i'm just happy to still be here to be honest with you
0: it, it's it's true how they say your career flashes right like yesterday oh, sure, you know, you're 18 today you're talking about i don't know what that song is you know yeah. and, <laughs> and, and and honestly if you don't take advantage of it and like cherish it cherish it in the moment like it's gone before you know it so i'm glad you made that, that, that that remark right there. No
2: 100%. 100%. Now
1: listen, a lot has changed with you, brother. I mean, you know, last year was a, a interesting year. Even since the pandemic, it's been interesting, right? Your, your family's been growing. Um, you know, you had some injuries, you had some difficulties with with the team and and changing teams. Um, I'm I'm sure like even the off season being a free agent or trying to find a new club was interesting for you. But uh before we talk about all that, man, like what do you think is to have you've grown as as a person off the field man
2: since then yeah man a lot you know these I've learned a lot um oh, coach, yeah, but, but
0: before you finish this, we need to preface everything with this ain't no Boo-boo podcast. Like be real. Like just don't, that, don't 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 be do nah, 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 jo- Josie gets politically correct as soon as he gets on camera sometimes. Nah, he he know that. that. He know that. He know that. Know. And,
2: but you and bees know how it how how this game goes. You y'all know how it goes. You know, you can only be real to a certain point and then you know how it goes, you know, so I yes. got to be careful, too, you know, because it's not All about right. me no more. I got the wifey. You know what I mean? I got I got my son now. So, you know, I'm a, sure. I'm going to try to be real always as much as I can. But I also Definitely. understand, Mook, to your point, what have I what's changed is this, you know, understanding that, like, people always talk about realness, this, that, but they don't really want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? And, and and when you start giving it out, you know, they try to silence you in a lot of ways. And, yeah. I've learned I've learned that, you know, it's bigger than me. You know, it's not just about me, that things that I say affect my family, you know, and, and I got to be careful with those things. And, and not only that, that it's a business. Like, I've always known that, but going through some of the things I went through, I understand that it's a business. First and foremost, for everybody involved, maybe I see things, you know, I care about a community or whatever, but it's a business. At the end of the day, the, the owners, the leaders of these clubs, these organizations, you know, they care about their bottom line, so I've I've just learned that that's I got to keep that in the back of my mind with everything I say with how I move, but at the same time try to find the balance of you know being true to myself.
1: So true, so true, and I think we all you know have uh, have battles with that, right? And it's just like where do we say enough's enough? Where do we say that you know um, it's time to be heard? But same time, like you said, you got to pay your bills, you got to pay your rent, and protect your family, you know. <laughs> You know, I mean, I think
3: I think I, I think I think we all I think we all went through that shit, though, you know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying like, because um, now, obviously, with the, the tragedy, what happened to George uh, um, George Floyd, you know, now we're stronger together instead of one person doing it by themselves. Exactly. And if, you know, they, they, they felt alone when they wanted to speak out about something that they were really true about, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I feel what Joji's saying, because, you know, when I was when, when we were playing, you got to think about, you know, your family. You know, you got to think about, you know, obviously your next, your next paycheck and make sure your family's straight. You can take care of them for, for a long time. So, you know, sometimes you got to watch what you say, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta play the game. Um, But now in saying that, you know, we have, you know, these young, you know, these young brothers coming up and they sticking together and really honing in on their word and what they want to do and trying to uh,
1: affect change. Well, you said the and right word that, is sticking together. I think yeah, that, sticking together. I think you know what I'm saying? Saying? That's, that's what I affirm. said. It's not, yeah. it's not
3: just one person speaking out and say, okay, this is how it should be. This is how I think. You know, now we got a group of young uh, black, black men and, you know, they're leading the charge and they're young. You know what I'm saying? They're not, you know, 40, 45, 50 year old. They're, you know, 20, 25, some 30. And it's beautiful to see. So, I hundred percent. You know what I understand. think. You know what
0: I think is a little different. Um, obviously, especially with the national team, like they have numbers. Whereas before, when we were playing, we definitely did not. You exactly. know, <laughs> we did not. We were we were definitely the minorities in regards to the the numbers of the group, for whatever reason. Uh, but like now, I look at the lineup. I'm like, this could be a be an all-brother lineup if they really wanted to you know (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's never been like that before um so you know I'm glad that you come to that realization how let's say my question is how long did it take you to come to that like because at some point you're in your career me and B has been there like you just don't think about it you're having a good time you're vibing and then at, you know as, as your career goes on it's more the business. It's more the industry, and it kind of wears on you. Like, when when did you? Because you you know you're a veteran now, but you're still our little brother. So when did you hit that point that you were like, you know what? Maybe they don't have my back like I thought they did. Oh. You know? Uh, oh,
2: oh, definitely this last
0: this last little bit, man. This yes, last little bit.
2: You know, I'm this last 18 months. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there talking about things. You know, looking after my little brothers on the team. And listen, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not perfect. You know, there are definitely instances where I could have been better, um, whatever it could be. You know, I look at myself always first and say, what could I have done better in that situation? But there's also situations where, you know, I've been in this game just as long as, as anybody else. And when you have people that you thought, you know, had your back beyond just a playing career or beyond just teammates and you go to know that's not really the case, mm. that's a tough pill to swallow because then you understand it's poli- it's not. It's a business Even for them People only looking out For themselves For their own longevity Right Everybody's looking out For their own longevity You know You can play with guys For years And then you hit them up you know, for something, and they act like they don't know you. And that's when I really understood that. <laughs> like a beast. You know, like <laughs> no, but, but, but there are no friends like that. Like, it's all good and well when you're playing together, but when you hit that next phase, I'm realizing it's every man for himself. That's right? a hard that's pill that's to really
1: swallow, especially when you're not
2: up. Oh, yeah. You know
1: what I mean? It, it's hard exactly. because
0: the people that you're... You're making the sacrifice for the people that forget you afterwards. So that's, that's why mm-hmm. it's so hard. You're like, man, I did all this for you. And then at the end of the day, like, you didn't even care about what I did you know you're just using me at a point so I definitely feel that
2: and, and, then, and then to that to that Gooch like you think about some of the moments you share with, with guys you know World Cups big <laughs> moments man you know like you you, you, you you change the trajectory not yourself but that group uh-huh. in different moments in all of our moments whether it was you guys in 2002 B's or in 2010 and you think there's a bond with these guys some of these guys for life you think like look at what we did but as soon as you hang up the boots, man, it's like I'm looking out for me. And I get that. But, you know, when you're in the locker room at that time and how guys perceive relationships, I'm sure this all happened to you guys. You think it's a brotherhood, you know, and you realize it's not really like that. And not everybody's built that way in the sense where it transcends just the game. Like us three, we're going to be boys forever. It transcends just the game, you know, but it's not like that for everybody. And that and that is a tough pill to swallow because a lot of people make it out to be that way, but it's not really that way.
1: But, but speaking for a person on the outside who's been in the like I'm saying the real world but not in the athlete bubble for the last many years you know decade is that you know you learn a little bit quicker than what you guys have experienced on who's really with you and who's really not while you guys kind of live in a bubble where it's kind of facade just because you wear the same jersey you' thinking that person's riding with you and yeah. now only now you're learning when you really need them you know but a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people don't realize that you know Person who scored as many goals as you has many successes yourself that um, a lot of teams weren't there or picking up the phone when you were making a phone call this offseason, you know, um, and the same thing happened to DeMarcus Beasley. Same thing happened to Agucci and Yewo. even after they, they finished playing, trying to get jobs, the same thing happens. Right. But I think that goes back to being having being togetherness in terms of forming that bond and making sure that we can move as a unit to help each other, right? So now, if B Z does get a job, that he makes sure that he he has that type of um, commitment to grab you and say, listen, before you retire, these are things you need to do and the steps you need to take. And the same way for you now as an elder, as a veteran, you need to make sure, can you talk to Weston McKinney? Can you mm-hmm. grab these younger players and give them a heads up on how they can prepare themselves before they reach 32? And... and, and uh, and and have a rude awakening of, of of what um you are you are going through now do you have that relationship with them
2: well teams was calling me i just didn't want to go to you. some of these markets now nah, some of these markets at this point just to your point like at this point in my life and my career you know and i was talking to gucci about this too like they're just challenges where you know five six years ago maybe you know but now it's, it's different you know i'm a husband i got my son so i have to make a decision for my family too and, you know, I, I, to the second point, I always try to keep in touch with those guys, you know, here and there, you know, supporting them, sending them messages of support. Or there's Timmy, uh, Weston, Tyler, all these guys, because, you know, and Bees and Gucci, no, we went through what they're going through in the sense of, you know, go to Europe young and, you know, everything's all good. But there's a moment where it's not going to be all good. You know, we, when I, I try to let, make sure when I'm with them, when I speak to them, to understand that. And that's part of it. Don't let your lows get too low. And, you know, to see to see what they're doing, though, man, I'm just so proud because I know how difficult it is. You know, to be in Europe, you guys know by yourself, it's hard. It feels like you're against the world, and, and to stay focused and to keep trying to climb, you know, climb the ladder. So, I'm just proud of those guys, and I definitely try to every now and again, you know, whisper little nothings in their ear about staying humble, staying grounded, um, and, and just keep doing what they're doing. It's it's really positive to see.
1: What was your diff- so, most oh, difficult oh, moment oh, in Europe?
2: Most difficult moment in Europe, um, yeah, Sunderland. Sunderland for, for a lot of reasons, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, a lot of things out there people talk about, you know, he wasn't good enough for the level, this, that, but personally, you know, I, I, I went, I went to, to Sunderland at a time where I had a lot going on in my personal life, you know, my son was born through that time, it was a very sticky situation, you know, I was dealing with the police off and on, you know, while I was in Sunderland. So, soccer was secondary.
0: Mm.
2: And it, and the it po- you know, the was yeah I, I, yeah, I was going to let police. that go by. It was, it was, I was going to let that was, go by. I ain't <laughs> trying to share too much, but. The it was, police? It, it, it was a toxic situation, man. And, and soccer was secondary. Like, it wasn't, you know, and then can you imagine, like, at that age, being in the Premier League, like, it should be the primary thing. Yeah. You know, but I wasn't equipped to dealing with it. And I had a lot of things going on where. It was secondary now i can look back and it hurts to say it, but it was and so um you know it was an opportunity lost but at the end of the day um you know i learned from it and that's all i could ask from it, is that i learned from it and i grew from it and you know i think i'm a better yeah. man today because of it
0: mm-hmm. you do you think you left europe too early to come back to the mls because i personally um, think you left europe too early to come back to them that's my opinion i was like you know you went over there you had spain you tore it up in Holland. You know, you got your transfers here. And like you said, maybe Sunderland wasn't the right puzzle piece for you. Right. But I was like, ah, Josie's made for Europe. Like this man, he's, yeah. he just got too many qualities. He could, he could, he could be the next Lukaku at the right team. Right. In the right league. And then, um, obviously big news when you signed over at MLS, I was like, yeah, 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 I get it. But that money, that money yeah, looked good, though. I'm about to, I'm about to say. No, actually, man, actually,
2: said- actually, you know, you know, that's another misconception. Like, yeah. that I want it, to, It's funny you bring that up, Gooch, because Gooch, in a way, I agree with you, um, to the first part of that, like, I think I learned to, like, to do what you want to do. Mm. You know, I was mm-hmm. still young and I had my family around me, very heavy, my agents, and everybody was pushing me to go to MLS. Look, I don't regret mm-hmm. it. it. It turned out great. But it wasn't deep down something that i was dying about you know i i -hmm. I wanted to please everybody i didn't want people to be disappointed and to the second point the money thing like i I, i've this day i see people talking about oh he would have never got that money i want to clear it up the money i got the money i got in mls i probably got like a three four hundred thousand dollar a uh, more than what I was earning in the Premier League. Exactly. I didn't come to MLS for six times what I was. Uh, tell them, tell, no, what you're it, making, know, tell them what you were making, Josie. Tell them what you were making all the time. I see that all the time, and I'm like, I don't get where that comes from. Like, I I came to MLS. And I probably made sign with Toronto like three or four hundred grand more on a base salary than I was earning at Sunderland. So I didn't Problem come to Toronto that, that MLS, for like six times is- more or. A lot of these guys came for, you know, they made six times what they were getting in Europe to come back. That didn't happen. So, you know, and my contract stayed steadily through, Tehran. I had to hit all my bonuses. And so that notion the, that the, I came the, back I think the, the issue is...
0: MLS publishes salaries and people think, oh, because this was huge. That was huge in MLS, True. right? So they, yeah. they don't know. That was huge about- in MLS. You you, yeah. you were at, you were at a, a point in Europe, like your value was high. So like. Exactly. There, there was no reason yeah, so, why you weren't getting a, a hefty
2: Yeah, that's really well. annoying. I have to say that. And I was at Sunderland, which was like the seventh or sixth or seventh, the best highest paying team in the Premier League at that time. I mean, I'm not trying to like toot no horns, but like I see that going around. I've never had a chance to really talk about it. So it's funny you say that. Like. I wasn't one of those guys. There are guys that came back to MLS and made six times what they were getting
0: in Europe. So they came are, back are for the money. Did those guys play with you at Toronto?
2: <laughs> Stop, man, <don't laughs> do that. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm just saying. I hate when people say that. They, they always say like, oh, he came back for the money. Rod, it was I didn't come back for this huge raise. I came back for the project. The project to me was intriguing. Tim Liewiki was intriguing. Playing with Sebastian Giovinco and trying Ooh, to build bottom. something that was different, you know, it was just different than what other MLS clubs had going on. So that was that was one of the most annoying things. People, like, oh, he came back for the money. Like that was not the case. Yeah, like, I, think, I, think, I think if people, they were offering me even, six times of what I was getting in the Prem, yeah, it would have been for the money, but it wasn't that, you know.
3: Yeah, I think I think people, even, when, even when I talk about well, not talk about, but you know, even when I talk about the Premier League and. I say, you know, about the bonuses. You know, you get for for uh, yeah. you know for appearance bonuses, and obviously your salary, and then all win bonuses, and you know, Champions cup bonuses. League. All this, stuff. you don't even spend your salary. You know what I'm saying? Don't so really. a <laughs> lot, a lot. But my point, but my point, the the point, the reason why I'm saying it is because they have this notion. Uh, I think that if you're not a you know a Man City. Or uh, well, probably not at the time. But you know, say uh, you know, Manchester United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, Premier League. They, nah, nah, Arsenal, no. Nah, <laughs> they behave, nah, no Arsenal. Uh, no, they but, but they no, they make no They Joe. No, but they think they think they, they think that you know teams like 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 a Sunderland, like uh Everton, a Leeds that that them that them fools don't make no money. What? Bro, <laughs> Kurt Zuma was taking two hundred fifty no. divided no. by t- every, and, then, every and, then, week? and I and I and I say this because I, I I'm experienced, and I was yeah, obviously I played in Europe for a bit, but. I was even when I first went to um City after I left PSV and I you know the like the, the some of the the clubs like Fulham you know what I'm saying like these these casts that I had never heard of never heard there's on like 60 grand a week and I'm saying huh I'm like that's like that's the, the amount of money y'all making in the Premier League and yeah. you know what? you couldn't you couldn't name uh all the Fulham players at yeah. that time yeah. you couldn't name yeah. all Watford's players at that yeah, time I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. look don't get me wrong I am not Talking about a small club. Not saying they are not small clubs. They are a lot. of All the clubs are great clubs with a lot of great history. A lot of history. I'm just, I'm just saying the levels of the clubs. You know, what I'm saying it ain't. It's, 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 it's big. But primarily, they make a lot of money. So to Joji's point, yeah, he was already on a hefty salary at Sunderland. You know, so people just didn't realize it because it says Sunderland. It wasn't a main, Man United, and they just thought, oh, well, he probably wasn't making that much money, and so. He came back to Toronto for you know whatever it was. You know what I'm saying that's that was well, my no, point I that,
0: that, make. That's the only way they they lure people up north to Newcastle and Sunderland. They gotta pay that <laughs> <last 50> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Don't say that, man.
2: Don't say that. Nah, Sunderland. Nah, you got bees. I, dude, you play Sunderland's amazing, bro. Sunderland, Newcastle, the Northeast, the football. No, that's what I'm fans. telling you. But look, the fans are crazy. crazy specifically yeah. people.
0: Yeah. People prefer to stay in the South, London, you know, even Manchester, but like the higher North you get, they have to, yeah, you need an incentive. Like, all right, why am I leaving London? Oh, because two times the South. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll come to (laughs) Southern. Why not? Hey, Joe, I
1: want to talk a little bit about Canada, man, your experience in Toronto, but also footballers, what's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you are online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best vpn you can get nordvpn is the world's best vpn service offering the fastest connectivity most servers and next gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure plus You can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash B-L-E-A-V or use your code BLAV to get up to 70% of your Nord VPN plan, plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Tell them the crack sent you. You know the Canadian national team is is doing quite well, and they're calling it uh, a golden generation.
2: Yeah, nah, it's it's uh it's no surprise to be honest with you. I um, you know, when I first got there. I'll never forget, you know, watching the academy practices because they come to the same training facility as us and they practice in the afternoon after they done not school and stuff. So some days I'm there late um, and I would watch them. And, you know, to no surprise, you know, there, there's, you know, Jaquil Marshall Rudy. I remember watching him when he was like 12 years old. Dangerous. And, you know, look at him now. Like, it's no surprise. There's a lot of young kids in the academy there that, you know, have now made themselves known on the first team and there's even more behind them. You know, Canada, man, they they have a lot of talent. It was just about, I feel like, the organization just being organized, right? Hiring the right coaches, you know, getting these kids seen by the right people. And I think now it's just coming together a bit. They've got a great coaching staff, and and Herdman, he's done a terrific job in identifying guys, getting guys to commit to Canada. And I think you see the Canadian boys, you know, a lot of these kids, you know, they grew up in in some rough places, and you see that on the field how they play, you know, the pride they show, you know? That's probably the team I've seen with the most scuffles in any CONCACAF. Like, they were right up in there together, Mm. you know, and and it's kind of – it shows about their upbringing, what they're about. You know, they're very – they have a chip on their shoulder, but they stick together, and then they're extremely talented. So, it's no surprise to me to see how far they've done. Maybe it's kind of surprising how quickly they've done it in terms of the last two, three years, but the talent has always been there, I think. And it was about, you know, getting it together, getting guys to really commit to the program – and then the program's stepping things up. I think the program has done a good job, right, in, in making these guys want to come to camp. The Alfonso Davies and Jonathan Davies, these guys that they've got to commit. So it's, it's been really cool to see, man. And uh, living in Canada seven years, I, I'd be lying to you if I told you I wasn't a little happy for them and, and the progress yeah. they've made hey. in playing with some of those guys.
1: Hey, Goose, when, when Josie was up in uh, Toronto, man, his accent started sounding like Drake and all that.
2: I mean, won't <laughs> be surprised he got a, pa- a, a Canadian
1: passport. Yo, know, he he was he was he would he say hey and you know, all you know that Canadian talk and listen to that music. But Georgia, do you think is a, a do you think they they have um, got a bigger soccer culture than us uh, football culture closer to European culture than we have here? We're doing
3: Mook Mook, you tired of hearing you
1: s a. <laughs> Stop.
2: No, but Bees, come
1: on. Like,
2: you guys remember oh, the qualifiers shit. back in the day? We used to have some great crowds. I think the program just naturally hit a little bit of a dip, right? Not mm-hmm. qualifying didn't help. And you look at the guys now and, and the atmospheres that, that are coming back to the national team. I think the national team has done well in qualifiers, man. I just think it's been a little bit of a rough patch, but these young guns have kind of revitalized the program in a lot of ways. So I wouldn't say their culture is better in terms of soccer. I just think our country is, is big in other sports, man. Let's be honest. I think, you know, we have a lot going on here. Um, but Canada's no slouch, man. I think yeah. they've shown up well for their team. They've created an amazing environment. And to some ways, I can understand if you say their culture looks a bit more sophisticated right now. But I, I, I wouldn't say that the U.S. is behind in that. I, I just think you're being a little bit a prisoner of the moment right now, you know, because Canada's obviously doing very, very well with a number of good players. But I think they're both equally... Uh, great soccer
1: cultures. Hey, listen, man. I'm a, I'm going to keep it real. US, yeah. U.S. men's national team needs you, Josie.
2: Stop, man. Are you oh, done? Man. I'm not even. Mook, I'm not even. You know, so many people have asked me this the past few weeks. I'm not even thinking about it, man. Like, and Gucci and B's know this. When you play a number of years there, it's it's great. It's not like the hunger is not there, but I'm just focused on me, man. I'm trying to get myself right. You know, just trying to feel good, be happy, be in a good place. And then whatever happens, happens. But that's the last thing on my mind. I'm being 100% real with you. Like, I get so happy watching these guys, man. Like, first of all, watching my boys commentating, watching Gooch in the suit. looking at all fresh <laughs> up in there on CBS. Like, I don't know. It just, I guess so, I have so much pride in it. Like, those are my boys. Those are my guys. And then, you know, watching Weston, you know, whether it's Ricardo Pepe, uh, Giassi, um, Sergino, watching these guys, man, like they're doing what we were doing, you know, and, and to me, that's really exciting. And I take a lot of pride they, in that.
0: They, they ain't spinning uh, Spanish defenders and scoring in confed cups, though. You know what I'm Yeah, but look, man, <laughs> everything's
2: relative, man. It's all relative, you know. I, I think they're on mm-hmm. their own path. The program's in a different way. It's on a different path. But I'm excited for what they're doing. They, they, I, I they, say they need you curves.
1: because I think there's a gap between… Cats like Ricardo Pepe, right? Who's a talented player, but he needs somebody above him who has that experience that he that he's not have that pressure, but also he can learn from in the game and Greg has said in the past that you're the best number nine we have in this country. Everybody really knows that, right? And if it was due to injuries or whatever, you know, obviously it's due to injuries and things you were going through last season. If you come out scoring eight goals, are you in touch with Greg Perhalter? Has he has he reached out to you since you signed with New England Revolution? <laughs> this
2: guy moved, man. <laughs> hey, that's, we, call, we call
3: that a mookie, a mookie
2: question. That's a mookie question. Look, man, look. Look, when you're part of the program, as long as we all have been, you're always in touch with different people in the program, man. That's, that's natural. Um, but like I told you, man, I I swear to you, I promise you, like everybody has dreams. Of course, playing in the World Cup, playing for the national team is the highest honor you can have. But I'd be lying to you if I told you that. The only thing I'm thinking about for me is is just myself, trying to get myself in a good way, trying to enjoy the game. It's been a rough 18 months with COVID, not playing at home, and so I just want to play games and just enjoy the game again. And, you know, the national team is, is is in great hands right now. These young boys are doing their thing. And there's a learning curve, man. The international level is different. It's different beast. You're playing against, you know, different states. So it takes a while to get it. But I have faith in, in our boys and what they're doing. And I think they just need some time. They need some time and, and, and confidence. And, you know, confidence is magic, maybe. So, you know, I'm hopeful things will turn around like they already have and guys will keep progressing.
0: Josie, I got a I got a question. You might not like it, and, you, and, and I only. I, I'm just I'm just gonna preface it like that. You might not like it. I'm, i I want to hear the answer because you talked about playing. You talked about being happy, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna take take it back maybe a year or two to to Toronto when Chris Armis oh. got uh, got hired. You know, um, and. Just like you're my former teammate national team, Armis is my former teammate national team. So, you know, and, and obviously yeah. Chris, uh, I mean, B's played with him as well. What the hell happened?
2: <laughs> 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 I mean, for, first, like, I got no beef from Chris Armus. Let me tell you, man, Chris is a great guy. He He's a good dude. You know, he came in, he tried to, you know, put his stamp on the team. And I think at, at his core, he's a good guy. And, um, nothing really crazy happened. I think I said some things to him that, you know. He's a,
1: um, he's a stubborn Long Islander, man. You're not good with Chris. Yeah, you he's, he's
2: a Long Islander. There's nothing wrong with that. It's and, different. you know, we had a discussion about some things and we didn't see eye to eye. But there's nothing bad with him. I think he's a good guy. I think he means well. You know, he's trying to find his way as a coach. And mm. like I told you, man, I had a to be honest with you, I had a great experience with Chris. Uh, believe it or not, man, he's a good even, dude. Even, even good when you got sent away? Look, Chris will tell you I got sent away for telling him something real. He'll yeah. tell you that. I'm not yeah. lying. I'm not doing nothing. And it was something that we talked about, and he knows. Like, so it may so, he may not have liked my delivery, but he knows what I was saying was right, and it was I was just looking out for my boys and the team. So, at so, that point. so, so, so. What's the
1: what's the learning point from that? What can we learn from that situation? What have you learned from that situation?
2: I learned that, you know, I learned that at the end of the day, man, like. You can have all these discussions, but, you know, I, I said something to him maybe that I should have said in a different way, but what I said was right. And, you know, I, I'm I'm a guy that I, look, I always look out for the team first, man. Mm-hmm. And I said something to him that I thought was important for the team, something that he knew as well. And so it's a tough one because when you're losing every game, yeah. you know, and you play for a club that's passionate, that where you have fans care, mm-hmm. You got to speak up. And, you know, last time I was a part of a, of a team that didn't speak up, it went terrible. And I, I think as an older player, you got to sometimes, you know, throw caution to the wind and say things that need to be said because nobody else is going to do it. And so, you know, I, I don't – I have no regrets. And I tell you right now, Chris will be the first to tell you what I was telling him was real. He is not a bad dude. Um, we haven't spoken or nothing, but I wish him well. You know, he's a nice guy. He has, he has a wonderful family. And I'm happy to see him at Manchester United because he works his ass off, and so he really does. Um, you know, I, I wish him the best.
1: B- Bees and Gooch, have you been in that situation as elders, especially going back to the MLS and having young coaches who you know don't have the history as uh, as other coaches you had in the past? Did you ever have a situation where you felt you need to step up as a veteran in the locker room to say something to the coach?
3: For me, I don't. I don't think it was the the coach; it's more so the the management. You know the upper, you know the upper, um, you know the the ownership group, the general managers, and all that. Um, yeah, I stepped up a uh, plenty of times when I was in Houston. About That's why Houston don't
1: was, give you free tickets. What? You know? I, what?
0: <laughs> 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 yo,
1: Josie, I mean Houston, like yo, bees on go to a <laughs> game. Can I get some tickets? He's like, ah, ah, ah,
2: ah, ah. Oh, oh, oh shit! No, man, I gotta see y'all.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, but no, but real talk though, like. You know, um, you know, we still like me, myself and a couple other guys, we stood together and, and we showed, well, we tried to tell the club, you know, some of the things that they were doing wasn't correct. You know what I'm saying? To try to make steps and not saying that you have to go out and spend some type of money. We don't have to have the same type of club that Toronto has. And like we went to their facility. We see how they get treated and what they have. And, you know, all these other clubs that you go there. you know, you go to their, their club to train before you play them and you see, you know, the setup, you know what I'm saying? So you, you see things. Um it wasn't like that. So but at the same time, yes, you know, as an older, you know, uh player and a you know, obviously the captain of the team. Yeah, I I, I had many conversations of what I thought should happen um for the players and like I got it's 100% exactly what Jody said. Team first. You know, it's all about the players. It wasn't about me personally, you know what I'm saying? It was and it was it, it was never me going to the the management and saying, "Okay, we got to do this, 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 this. It was a group. You know, we spoke together before and I was just, I was just the guy or me and a couple other the guys, was the guys that go to talk to the, to the club and say, okay, look, these are some things that need to change. You know what I'm saying? You and know, Josie, I, I messed up.
1: Man. I should have directed that that question to the bark, to the to, to, to the bull. Oh, Gucci <laughs> on Yebu, Got no piece too damn nice. He want he probably want a letter first and email and oh, for actual appointment.
2: <laughs> Gooch,
1: Gooch, You had a young coach in in in, in, uh, oh, in Curtain at Philadelphia <laughs> Union. Did you ever get frustrated at a young coach or <laughs> felt you had to say something in behalf of the team? Because y'all were getting your ass bust in Philadelphia Union when you were there too for a little while
0: yeah (laughs) no no we weren't but um (laughs) no in in philly there was our vibe in the locker room was good Mm -hmm. like all right if if i'm how do i put it this philly was the first time that i've ever played on a team with friends right and i had a lot of friends on the team that i i have nothing to say about the locker room in philly that was like the high point like of the year was getting into the locker room and just vibing with the guy so on that side no but through my career I mean, y'all know me like I'll I'll speak my piece uh, mm-hmm. and I'll do it. I'll do it in a very, pol- you know, politically correct manner. So you can know that you that you're wrong. There was there was a time I think the, <laughs> a couple of times. Uh, but one that sticks out in my mind is um, when I was at Sporting, uh, we were playing a game and a, and a striker. His name was Bojinov. Um, He was a striker and he wasn't playing a lot and he got on the field. And we had a penalty. And before the game, the coach never designated who who take the penalty, right? And this guy, is this a number nine? This is this is a striker. This is who you want to score goals. He wanted to take the penalty. You see the coach on the sideline saying no, he said, no, and getting, <laughs> telling another player to take it instead of him. And then what ended up happening is the two of them started fighting over the ball. Have you ever seen a game where like teammates are oh, fighting over? Was, who saying, yes. That's that's how it was ended up Bojanov took the ball, took the penalty and guess what? He missed it. And so it was a big ruckus. They actually banned him from the training center. It was like a big ordeal. And I actually told the coach afterward in front of the group, I was like, okay, we get it. But if you're paying this number nine to score goals and you want the person to take the penalty, to have confidence. The second you you're like telling him no, like you already shot him like you, we knew he wasn't going to make it, right? You took his yeah. confidence all the way from him in that moment. They didn't like that. I said that. Um, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. So I, I think it's to your point, like what, what you said, the arm is, it is all about delivery and nobody likes to be heard that they're wrong or told that they're wrong. Um, but sometimes the truth has to be uncomfortable, but it has to be said at times. So I don't know what you said to Chris, but if, if you're happy that, you, that it came out, hey, that Josie, I'm happy that it came out. both
1: stories were whack. I know your story wait, wait, is way me, better, man. Tell me your <laughs> story, man. Tell me. <laughs> I, I know your story is way more dramatic, funnier, <laughs> realer. Come on, man. I got to hear those two stories. Those little hey, lightweight about a pelvic kick. I know you, you said, got a better story said, than that, Josie. Josie, come on, give said, us a story. Yeah. Yo, you
3: said that my elder days. You didn't say my younger days.
1: I, I don't even want to go back because it's too old. Younger days is way too like Why not? It's not even on film. God That's God too long God. ago. That's too long ago.
3: That that was my that was my that was my one frustrating moment when I was younger. No, <laughs> yes. I used to walk out of training. I used to kick the ball in the air. Uh, I used to
2: tell man. the coach I used
3: to tell the coach, I used to tell the coach to fuck off. Oh, oh, All oh, y'all y'all
1: want to hear that story? Nah, it's over. It's yeah. over. Let's move on. That's okay, true. go ahead. All right, right. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but see this, but you don't even know what coach I'm talking about, so it don't even matter. Yeah, what was Josie like as a young up and coming um you know young rookie national team player? Um. Oh, Josie,
0: th- Josie thought he was 35 years old when he was 18. Oh, <laughs> don't do that to me, dude. Damn, <laughs> Josie. Do Josie, say, man, Josie, man. Josie, was a man child. He thought he could bully anybody. Facts. I thought
2: was. I learned the difference Mook, between strength. And grown man strong. Gomez. I, that, I, that, I went to the national team. Went up against this guy. I was like, man, he they So what? I'm strong too. Yeah, Just put me on my ass. Like, hey, this, ain't, this ain't the same. The 20s like being here is different. Oh man, I definitely learned that. That was that was crazy. Because you know, you grow up. Everybody's telling you a man child, yeah. all that stuff, and then yeah. you go against a guy like Gucci camp. And you try to push up on him. He's looking at you like little boy. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm just like, dang. I, I learned that lesson. You hard thought break
1: that break. African strength, that Nigerian. <laughs> you thought that Haitian, strength, <laughs> Haitian strength right? so yeah. far,
0: that Nigerian came into you, oh, man. Oh my goodness gracious, Josie, you with Bruce Arena now. Yeah, you had a good team. I personally think you're one of the best strikers when you're healthy and in, in the form. Yeah that the U S has ever produced. And that, that's, that's, that's going with Clint as well. That's going with Landon as well. I think you have a set of skills and, and qualities that other strikers just don't have together. So you've never had a newest national team. When, when, when you're healthy and when you're informed, now you're going to new, you're at new England. That's been performing really well, especially last season with a good strike force, a good offense. How do you, feel going into that in terms of you know coming are you are you disrupting their their vibe are you trying to fit in and see where you fit in are you trying to like wreck house and be like this is my house now well like what, what's the deal no
2: i mean bruce was very clear with with the team um with where they're at with what they've built so far so i know my role coming into to this you know there's no surprises for me they have you know two very good strikers and so for me the idea they're playing a lot more games this year, and in the future, we hope to be playing a lot more games. Obviously, next year too with the Champions League and now U.S. Open Cup and other things. So, my job is to come in. Obviously, you're complete. You're competing for places, right? At the highest level, that's how it always is. But for me, I'm gonna. I I believe I'll be a guy that is trying to add to what they have going on. You know, when I, when I come in the games to try to break deadlocks, to try to get my own minutes in certain ways, but. But to score goals, man, let's be honest, to score goals and add another threat to an already dangerous team. So that's really my focus. That's what he said he wants my focus to be. And I'm excited for it. It's a different challenge for me, but one that, you know, I can't wait to to grab because I think I can help add goals to the team when they need it and just try to be somebody that comes in and tries to change games in a positive way. And then when I do start, you know, do what I do and, and, and try to score goals, hold the ball up, bring guys into the game and add to an already very, very good team, you know? New England may not be one of the bigger markets, but coming here, training here with these guys, I see right away. It's it's very rare. And you guys know this at MLS. We have a team from 1 to 28, and it's quality. You know, it, it's not like this. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty close everywhere. So I think training's good every day. Um, the quality's high. And so it's been a breath of fresh air, man, to be in a new environment, a new locker room. And then Bruce, you know, you know how the, how Bruce is with guys. You know, he, he makes it a place that you want to be and He makes the energy infectious. So... So far, it's it's been a great been a great adjustment for me.
3: Yeah, and I and I, I'll pick it back off of that. I had a you know similar a similar conversation with Bruce when he uh, you know brought me back out of retirement to, to play for the national team. Um, I mean, that's literally almost exactly what he said to me. You know, um, he said, Bees, I, I want you to come in. Um, your role is is not going to be a starter every every time you come into camp." But uh, he's like, if you're fit and you're, you're, you know, you're playing well, uh, I'm going to bring you in. And I know, I know that if, you know, I think the time it was Jorge, uh, Jorge was playing uh, most of the time. Um, You know, if he's, if he's fit and playing, he's going to play. But, you know, if something happens, injury or, you know, card cautions or whatever. Who's Jorge?
2: Uh, Campos. uh Campos, man. Billa Campos. He said compost. Yeah. Oh, nah. <laughs> right, right, but man. no,
3: but I'm saying, but I'm saying, like, I had a similar, like he sat me down, when well, we talked on the phone it, even at that first January camp. You know, he put it to me straight, just like what he did with Josie. So I under a hundred percent uh I could feel what Josie was saying. I, I hear Bruce in my ear t- telling me the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause he told me, he's like, look. This is what it is. I, you can still play. You know, I still think you bring value to, to the national team, even at your age. But, you know, we're still looking at younger players to get them, you know, minutes and play. But when I need you, mm-hmm. I know I can count on you. And, and that's what I did. That was, you know, towards my end of my year. Joe's used with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I would play some games. I didn't play other ones. But, you know what I'm saying? I was there, focused. I was, you know, I trained hard every day. All that shit. Y'all know I, I trained. I do that shit anyway. Yeah. But, you know, but, yeah, just that. I had that same conversation with Bruce. Same conversation.
1: fellas. I need an answer from each one of you. Who's the best U.S. national team coach between Klinsman, Bob Bradley, and Bruce Arena? And why? And, why? and I'm going to start with Aguchi on
0: you. Uh, I will say for me, <clears throat> well, they're all great, but I am impartial towards Bruce because he gave me my opportunity, right? Uh, and it was in a, in a moment that he didn't have to. Like, I was in between. He brought me in when he had the likes of Burhalter, Bocanegra, Tony Sana, Eddie Pope, uh, Danny Califf, like all these players that had already been like cemented central defenders for the national team. He was like, I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm gonna trust you. And he trusted me to take all of those guys' positions. So I'm impartial towards group because he was able to help me set the platform within my national team career.
1: Man, he said, actually gave me a bullshit answer, Josie. What is what? What's was that? That?
0: Was wait, that? wait, wait, wait! Why? Tell me, tell me,
1: why, why, that? I said, why? I said the, the best, that not, not, that not, the, not, the, not the most biased. I said the best quality,
0: best for the national team. For, you, you said best for you. you said, no, 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 no. You're talking about yes, the I team. Best for me. Yeah, you. You said you said for you. You said best for Josie.
1: Josie, Josie. I got the man See that? That's that's my job. I got the man. You didn't
0: get me mad. You just gave me bullshit all the time. You ask us to answer questions, and you're like, that answer. That's all. I don't like that answer.
1: Josie, what's who Who's the best quality? Who's the best for the U.S. national team? Who you feel is the best coach and be honest.
2: It's That's a tough one, man. Like, I think, honestly, I'm not even trying to bullshit you. Like, they all had things that made them, like, if I took, I feel like you took a little bit from all of them, you'd have, you have the ultimate coach. I know that sounds stupid, but like, you going to accept really that good. answer and not accept that? No, no, but <laughs> finish first. Hey, get out of here. Let's finish. let Get I out of here. I mean, look, I don't, I'm not going to give you the answer you want to hear because it's... it's no, just, no, there's you no. no answer I want to hear. I want to hear the truth. I want to hear what you feel. So go ahead. I mean, it's... I don't know, man. I, I Honestly, I didn't. I don't think I was... Was I with the National League? Oh, I was for a little bit. Um, But Bruce came in when it was already in a, in, a, in a tough spot. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Honestly... I liked.
0: This man trying to make I don't the know. team, You're going to say Berhalter. Just say it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, he that wasn't one of the
1: options. Said, yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. I I, listen, and, and Goose, and, and I want him to actually come back to the national team, so I didn't want to put him in that spot. I would
2: say I I would would say, say, Bruce and Jurgen. I would say Bruce and Jurgen because I think Jurgen had the thinking of Pushing players and the style he wanted to play, yeah. right? It was hard to implement that at the time because I don't think we had the right player pool. Mm. But the way he wanted to do things was, I think, a little bit what you're seeing now um, with how we play and where the players play and the priority that you know to be in environments that challenge yourself. Mm. But the timing was kind of wrong for him. Mm. And then I liked Bruce because I think when he come into the national team, um, as you guys know, when you're in the national team, you don't—it's not like a club team. You don't have all this time to do all these things. So it's a lot of man management. You got to know your roster well. You got to know what eleven guys work together on any given day for that team, and I think Bruce is one of the best I've ever seen at putting eleven guys on the field for that day for that opponent that'll get the job done. Mm. Um, and then his man management was fantastic, right? Mm. Guys, you're excited to come to camp. You want to be around. So I think those two, for me, having been around both, stuck out the most um, in in good ways. And I think uh, at times they got the you saw they got the very best out of the program.
1: Demarcus, Youth Hall of Famer, easily.
3: <laughs> I gotta answer this shit, <laughs> <laughs> too.
2: It's a tough question. You it's played for seventeen. Job. You
1: played for seventeen question. managers, so you would know anybody. <laughs> I mean,
3: I gotta, I gotta, I gotta explain my shit like Gucci,
1: and and and, uh, <laughs> please, and I, I, I want you to. But I want you to. I want you to. Please. You we, know what I'm saying the it's, audience it's,
3: does. Look, and I'm gonna I'm say to be honest, I'm not trying to pick it back up with of Josie, but I'm gonna kind of say the same shit he did. You know, it's. Yeah. It's hard. No, but seriously, it is. Gooch, I see you, I see you shaking your head. But because I'm going to take a little bit from everybody because it's hard to just pick one because of, you said, for me, me personally, you know, and then obviously with the team. You know, Bob was the one that pushed Bruce to bring me in to the national team at, you know, at, at ni- 18 years old. I would have never had a chance that early if, if Bob wasn't in Bruce's was in, like, no, this kid can play. Bring him into camp. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, he, you know, whatever. Um and then you know what I'm saying uh, I ha- obviously I had Bob uh, with, with Chicago and then fast forward you know with Bruce just what Go- Josie said the man manager part of it you know what I'm saying like when you came into camp it wasn't a job it was it was fun you get to see your brothers you had you know it' was freedom but then at the same time when it was time to play it was time to play you know so he he kind of let you be yourself more than any other coach mm-hmm. I thought him mm-hmm. and him and Jurgen and then you know but at the same and then saying that with Jurgen you know, he believed in me, you know what I'm saying? Like when I, when I had a horrible year in Germany, I didn't play, I played three games and I came to Mexico. I I did well, but then he gave me the, you know, the, the kind of confidence to be like, okay, look, yeah, you're going to play left back, but I got you. You know what I'm saying? He put me in and played me and that whole story with me, you know, transitioning to left back. And that was that story. So I have, I have a lot of, of love for every single one of the coaches because of those stories, you know, that they, um, uh, that they uh you know kind of helped me with my career. You know, both Bruce and Jurgen brought me out of retirement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I retired <laughs> twice. And they both yeah, said You B's. go
2: for real, bro. You, you know what I'm saying? Like real, they crazy.
3: both, they both, they both, they both called me and said, okay, you still want we still need you to play. You know what I'm saying? And then, but I, I for I if, I can't pick one, but I, I would just say, you know, Bob because of you know his style and then obviously because he gave me that that first you know that first uh chance when i was a you know 17 18 year old kid to go with the national right, so when that happened so just
1: happen. so my piggyback question and i'm gonna drop and you move on right but, but, just, but can
0: you can you understand that i'm the only one that answered that question yes
1: Gush, you. you're the best thing in the oh. world i apologize thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> you. I, I just need you to acknowledge that I no problem i'm that. here for that i'm here for that Thank Gush. you. I Listen, appreciate it. I, I just Josie, that. who has the wow. best style of play tons of people take multivitamins but it's most important to choose one that is top quality with one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're observing 75 high quality vitamins minerals superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to start your day right their special blend of ingredients supports gut health your nervous system your immune system energy recovery focus and aging it's also lifestyle friendly It fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athletic athleticgreens.com slash B-L-E-A-V.
2: Like which coach? Yes,
1: which coach? Out of those three, who had the best style of play?
2: <coughs> Fitting uh, for our national I, team. I, I yeah, can yeah, tell you. It's hard, not for- man. Because for me, it's, for me, it's that, bad. That's, unfa- that's, that's kind of unfair because of every coach has a different player pool, right? So it's it's not you can't necessarily say that. Like it, they gotta work with whatever they have at the moment. So Okay, so but, it's but not the, the question he, then the
0: question is with the player pool he had, which coach had the best style of play? But I can hear what Joey said, it's different. Because no, 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 not, no, well, because well, you, you well, gotta well, use listen. the strength that you have. And some some coaches don't use the strength and they try to put a square uh, square shape in around and around uh hope.
2: Well, if you go by that, then you go by the results. The Bruce mm. team, two thousand two. I mean that team was amazing, right? So, if you're gonna look at it that way, you just have to look at it like that and let it be, you know, let it be it. Because that team, I think you guys played out a three-five-two, right? Bees. I don't know. It, I don't yeah. remember what it yeah, was. A lot of I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, you had spectacular players all over the field: Johnny O'Brien, Claudio Reyna, Oof. Tony Sonic, Bees, Demar. Uh, uh, Landon Donovan and Brian, I mean, that team had so much quality, and, and Bruce obviously at that time found a way to get all the quality on the team. They forget not though. for that handball, man. I remember that handball was watching, <laughs> game and I was pissed, man. <laughs> I was like, it was VAR. I, that team would have made like the semifinal work I really believe it. that team was,
1: and people forget oh, that, that team. That team, made us Hall of Fame. that team mostly was a European team, too, playing in Europe. You know, yeah. and, and we act like these kids, these kids now, not say the kids, these ballers now who are playing in Europe now, we act like this is brand new. Oh, my God. Now, nobody's playing for Chelsea, but they were playing Champions League football. They were playing um, Bundesliga. They were playing Premier League. So, um, you
2: know. Uh, uh, nah, Mook, you be in a prison of the moment a little bit, though. Okay. Because we had a bad, listen, you got to understand the U.S. National Team fan, too, because I'm a fan now too, in a sense. Like yeah. it's been a dark time for a number of years. Even the guys are a part of that team, and that was terrible. We never, who wants that, you know? So I think they're trying to just re- reinvigorate themselves, and yeah, they, we may, they may, you may see things that are kind of like, what are you talking about? But I think there, I think the fans, U.S. men's national team fandom, has allowed a little bit of runway with what has gone on in the past, you know, four or five years. So. I'm going to keep it but I agree with what Everybody
1: be goddamn happy if you get back to the national team and score our goals at number nine, man. <laughs> <'Cause> yo, <laughs> what you let me tell you so Josie. Our midfield is tight. I love Musa, Adams, yeah. Kinley. I think we have, uh, Weston, I think we have amazing center backs. We just got to get the right gel and keep consistency. I think Dest on the right. On the left, I'm not a Robinson fan, but he's looking better, right? And for me, I don't think we missing is that number nine in the in, up front. And that's supposed to be you. You 32 years old. You still young, man. Start stretching more. Eating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Josie, somebody's going to get hurt. You knock out eight goals. Just stop, playing, stop playing, man. I see you in Qatar, man. I see you in Qatar. But oh, oh, here's okay. a serious
0: question for you, Moose And Josie and Beast. Right now, because let's say... This time last year, everyone was like, Sergeant, 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 right? And they've, they've kind of died off as Sergeant, right? Now they're like, all right, DK, DK, DK. And they, and he's got injured, injury, you know, died down from DK. Now they're like, Pepe, peppy Pepe. Peppy. Okay, you know, he's young. We don't know what he's going to come into. So let's say, shoot, first four months of the year, Josie bang seven, eight goals. Exactly. Right? Greg is, is it a reality that he's like, Hey, hey, Josie, how you feeling? How, how, how you like? Let
2: me tell you something, though, Goosh. Let me tell you. I'm going to be real with y'all for a second. If anything, it's not these guys' fault. Mm-mm. In every national team, you should have guys that are a little bit established that, okay, maybe you say they're not going to be there for the next 10 years, but it gives time for the guys behind them to develop. That's these what I was kids saying. Are throwing it. They were thrown into the fire. No, yes. I'm saying that because they skipped a generation. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are like 27, 25. You know, they were supposed to be in this group, you know, and they didn't it, it didn't, for whatever reason, didn't happen. And and myself included, i met you know, we all messed it up in a way. So I think I don't like to hear that about these guys. They need time, man. Like these are young. No, kids first of all, I didn't age. say I
0: didn't Josh, say anything about that.
2: Josh, I know, I'm just saying, like Josh has done well in, a, in a, I know what it's like playing a relegation team. It is not easy. It is and not he's easy. he's done well. Right, but, Josie, let me, let, me, let me cut DK, you like off. Let, 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 let me stop. Let Lefe me stop you. Let me 18, stop you. Nah, D- no, because. D- no, no, D- no, 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 D- listen, nah, D- no. D- no, no, no listen, D- listen, listen, are, my point was,
0: my point was, this is a World Cup year. I give, they have all the time in the world they need to get better. But right now, players that are in form, this is World Cup year. You know what I'm saying? So, in a World Cup year, if these players that you're like, they're great, they need time. If they're not where they need to be, and you're over here busting goals, you know, you know who I'll give you an example. You know, it's in, no, but, yeah. in, but, in no, I'll give you one better Hercules Gomez. Yeah, exactly. These he, guys he they, were, they weren't in, in the, the picture. He wasn't
3: in camps, he wasn't in camps, but he 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 won the scoring champion in Mexico, I think, that year, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. And well, he would score mad, that. yeah, scored mad goals in Mexico. And, and and Bob brought him into the national team. There you go. So so what's yeah, the I mean I point get point? I get I get no I'm saying I get both points but I hear what Gucci's saying though. You know, it is a World Cup
2: year. Yeah, so- but at the same time, man, like I just don't like, you know, and I'm a striker. Maybe it's a strikers union thing. Like I don't like to No see, such thing, you know y'all be, selfish back. No. No, because this, this is this is a young this is a young group of guys that needs time. They they're gonna, you know, they're not the finished article yet, man. Like they're they're gonna keep changing, keep you know, evolving into different type of strikers. You know, the striker you are at nineteen isn't the striker you're going to be at twenty nine or whatever.
0: You of know, course. right? Take we your, take your daddy hat of off. off. Take your daddy hat off. We ain't no, talking about with, It's, not, it's we, not about that. Listen, I, I all we really think, care about is how they're going to be in December, November. We don't know how they're
2: going to be, man. We, that's my we point. That's we my, have to, that's we my we point. That's my Just get. By. Look, all I'm saying is, we we do a lot of bashing. You know, as a as a as a fandom of guys, it's time to get behind the boys, man. It's time to get behind the boys. Understand that. Everybody, you know, things are not gonna go how you want them to go, whatever, whether it be a Pulisic or or a Serginho when he wasn't playing at Barcelona, like get behind the guys. Let's do Did them I time. bash
0: anybody? Or did I say I'm if just they're saying, not form – and I'm actually on Josie. I'm saying if Josie is rocking goals, what's the problem? Yeah, but, why are you, okay, why so you answer, are you getting on me for wanting you, you in, know, in
2: that? I, I answered that question to you. I answered that question. I'm not I told you, I'm not thinking about that. Like that's not there are steps, man. You can't skip steps. You can't go from A to Z. You Hercules know what I'm saying? You did. can't do that.
1: No, but he's saying, Goose, that he's respecting the game. He's like, yo, I'm he just worrying about what's in I front know, of
3: him.
2: I now. know,
0: I know, I know. I'm trying to get him riled up. I know what he's
2: doing. <laughs> 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 Whatever, man. Whatever, man. Y'all, y'all crazy. Hey, don't say y'all. That's
3: the t- that's the two light skinned brothers. Don't say y'all. Oh <laughs> don't say y'all. That's 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 the that's the, that's that light skinned
0: energy. Uh you know Bees be bleaching his skin. Oh shoot! Oh, God.
3: On that <laughs> the hell, note, the, hey move! Where the, hell that <laughs> <come from? laughs> where the hell that
1: come from? Oh, oh man. man, hey listen, man, but but Joe's I hope the family is well. Um, I, I'm glad you had a chance to come on before the season starts because uh, I, I was cursing y'all like yo. How come Josie ain't, ain't come on? your Goose, text Josie Hey, you
2: good. You text him? This like, come on, y'all trying to get people in trouble on this show, man. Oh, oh, oh tell, tell him. That, that's that's tell the truth. That Is that the man. rumor?
1: Is that the rumor around town? Oh, Don't go on the crack because hey, they be trying to get people in trouble. Tell him, oh, Hold tell up now. Hold,
3: hold, hold up now. Hold up now. I got receipts. What I got you about receipts. To pull up? I said on May twenty-four, May twenty-first, twenty-twenty. I was like, <laughs> Josie, my homie. Yo, hope you're good and the misses blah blah blah. We love to have you on the show. We have a new podcast. Me, Gooch, and Mookie is right here. He mm-hmm. said, and I quote, "What up, bro? Yeah, man. Wait, have y'all done something already? I can see. <laughs>
2: What's wrong with that? I mean, I can't. I can't see the product before I get on it. No." This supposed to be your homie. Just come on the show. Why yo, this, this, is this is family. This is family. I didn't say this no. Is, so
3: Gooch, I, didn't, uh, so I didn't say so, no. Wait. So I said, I said, not yet. We got we had uh Jeff, we had Timmy. This is back oh. when we first started. And then he said, oh, that's awesome. Congrats to y'all. I said, yo, <laughs> Good, luck. I said, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. I got I got, re- I got receipts. I got receipts. He said, <laughs> he said, congrats to y'all. And I said, all right, whenever you feel like it and you, I said, you know, bring Sloan, you bring your message, y'all come on the show, feel comfortable. Crickets. That's,
2: that's what you Crickets. messed up. Uh, Once you say Sloan's I mean, name, you, you get used to me. you know, messed up. On, no, no, no. Move, move, move. To that point. What was the date? May,
1: May 21st. 20.
2: 2019. Yeah. 2020. 2020. 2020. 2020. I believe that was peak quarantine. That was peak COVID, man. So you didn't have had to say what you mean? I was thinking about the family, bro. I was locking down. I was wearing my mask. I was sanitizing, bro. He You sanitizing. You was was sanitized. I was worried about
0: not getting the roll, man. That was, Yo, you he, he, I was he said like, he said, Yeah, man, yeah, let me let me see your product first before yeah, I, trust he you. Said, <laughs> he, hey, I
3: said hey and he said he said, Congrats to y'all. Like <laughs> yeah,
1: God, good, luck, good, luck, fellas, good luck, good luck, fellas. Good luck. Yo yeah, yeah. and then
0: and then yeah. and then guess the joke, Guess the joke. Two weeks later on another man's podcast. I said oh What podcast was that? that? Huh? What podcast
2: was that? What was that? What podcast? What podcast?
0: It was another person's podcast. We gotta go you back see? in the archive. He's
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. got receipts. You <laughs> ain't got no receipts, man. I got receipts. <laughs> I got receipts. Yo, but B's I got Jones love for God, man. I got receipts. Yeah.
0: I, but I got I got love for other man. people's podcasts. I got love for other yeah. people's podcasts.
1: Yeah. Josie, would you get into yeah. coaching after your career? Uh
2: Nah, I mean, if it was the right staff, if it was the right staff, maybe, because you know, you know what the working environment is going to be like, you know how you're going to play. Like, it'd have to definitely be the right group. But if not, absolutely not. That's not something I have.
3: You have you taken taken any courses, any uh, coaching
2: courses? I have not. Coaching is not something I want to do. To be honest, like Uh, like uh, I said, uh, if it's the right staff, maybe. But I'll
0: tell you, I'll tell you, I I took my B. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Mm, That's life. Hey, we gotta end on that, right? End on that,
1: right there, brother. Josie, I know you got um things to do. You got a family now. You know you gotta call your wife. (laughs) You gotta tuck (laughs) in your son. (laughs) But uh, I'm excited for this season. I'm excited for you to be uh to get a um you know just a fresh jersey, new city to conquer. And uh, you know, in bad. yeah new Yeah, man. New I feel excitement. like it feel like you 1918 again, man. Coming into the Red Bulls, yeah, you know? I
2: feel great. I'm excited, man. Thank you guys for having me. It's been a pleasure. Much love, me. For sure, man. Good luck, brother. All right, love, Much brother. Love. Peace. All right cool. y'all. Peace out. You, Peace brother. out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Peace. Yes, sir.
3: Yeah,
1: man. Coach, you need those receipts, man. You should have pulled it out, man.
0: Uh, you know I, I knew mean, who it was. Know, I, I know. know. I know, I know, I know. I didn't even know who you who you're talking about. He, w- he was on uh, uh, Grant Wall's podcast two weeks after we asked him. And
1: I was like,
0: Oh, uh, That's what it was. He know Grant, our, our boy, he wants to throw Grant I love, love Grant. It ain't throwing a Grant under the bus, but I was like, come on, Josie. I thought we were your boys, you
1: know? Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> now, we we had to tease you about that, Josie. We had well, to tease you about I mean,
0: boy. but but real talk, though, what, what he's
3: supposed to be our boy, right? this man said, wait, can I see something y'all done done already before I get on
1: y'all show? And, and then he hit you with the, oh, no, no, it was COVID. It was COVID. Yeah. It was COVID. <laughs> yeah,
0: very, the worst part about that whole exchange was, yo, good luck to y'all. <laughs> yeah, he said, <laughs> said congrats to
1: y'all. Keep, keep doing
0: your thing. But
1: definitely, oh, man. Uh, I, I am excited, man. I, I meant what I said in terms of, I'm praying that he bangs out eight goals and gets on the rhythm and you know, everybody jumps back on the bandwagon. And he gets a chance to be fit because I, I really did believe we need him. We need him on the squad. We need that veteran presence up front. We don't have it. You know, I keep on telling people like, you know, I'm not against Josh Sargent and Pepe. That's great. But they shouldn't. They are not ready.
0: And the fact they is, you, you know, they're not ready when there's so many in rotation. You don't know who's going to start don't any, any given game. You're like, uh, who's the best person for this team? At, at number know, nine, it shouldn't be that way. shouldn't be
1: that way. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be. There. be there. You need you need the rhythm. You need a rhythm. We should know who he passes. But that, to.
3: but but I, but I'll play devil's advocate. So, but in these okay. type of games, don't you want him getting those type of reps? I, even though the, the end game isn't there yet. Yes, we know it's a World Cup. Yes, we know the, the number nine is the who you talking about. His job. Who, who you talking about? His job is it. Whoever, because okay. I mean, ain't none of them scoring. Ain't none of them scoring. So goals. you are trying
1: to say be consistent and, regardless regardless of their p- productivity the past couple of games. Keep on I starting mean, the same one. I hate you. No, I'm saying. just saying. This true for I'm just that. saying,
3: like if you, if you, if you, you know, you got confidence, you trust this player, especially as a striker. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. a striker, you know, strikers, you know, they, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, that too. But you know, they. Um, so,
1: coach, they, who, they, who are you out of all the, 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 the plays we have in the pool right now? Who are you starting up front to give them that consistency and to believe in them, game in, game out. A striker.
3: Um, yeah. As a striker. I mean, I i for me, I, I would say, um, what's the the, the who, who are the strike who are, who are the strikers?
2: Default.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what I see too.
3: Default. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I, I mean, he's a, right he, now. You look at you look at the forwards. He you know, started on the off stuff. real quick. You get you look at the forwards: Pepe, DK, Jassy, DK, Sergeant, Jassi, D-fuck, uh, D-fuck, Sergeant Pepe, and
1: Sergeant, and we can throw in Josie for they, now. They play the Fierra guy up there too, right? That's the thing. The,
3: yeah, one from Dallas. Yeah, from Dallas. So I mean I would I mean the man scored 20 goals. He just scored his 20th goal last uh, last week, I think. Um, why not just and I like him.
1: him. He, he's a, he's a big presence. I'm uh, not has good feet. Yeah. Lays the ball off well. Has good speed. Has a presence in the air. I don't know so uh, something. something that something between him and Greg. Exactly for him to get caught, not to get caught in the last trip or even the one before that was weird to me. Yeah, not we, to see not. him and be like, yo, just because a Champions League player. Um, he's what we going with is, is weird as well. Not not even not even a Champions League player, but a man scoring goals. Yeah, I mean, this is what you yeah. want your number nine to do.
3: I mean, and we haven't had that. All and he, and he scored qualifying. for the now
1: he scored for the U.S. I mean, it was a friendly, but he scored. So I'm, a, I'm just I, saying, I,
3: I, if you if you ask me if you ask me the question of who I would go with now, I would say him. You know, I can't say Josie because he hasn't played. You know, he, yeah. he has to you know get fit and do that. But that's that's who I would go with right now if I had to pick one person. Jordan Jordan.
0: Jordan's in form. Obviously, he's banging goals every every weekend. You're like, oh, one goal, two goals, whatever. The issue with him, with Greg, I feel, is Greg would have to change his whole system or style of play to fit him you versus so? the other. I
1: think he's versatile. Yeah, because <laughs> he can play <laughs> He doesn't,
0: He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't run in behind, which mm. he needs. He, he doesn't. He, he's a hold up play and 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 bring the other players into it, and mm. that's fine. He's he's a point man, but. And, and that's, Greg, that's, that's that's Greg's
1: style because I'm thinking if with Pulisic so, then, wing, so then and, you and, and Timothy Weyer you want a to I'm just one saying one if you team. if you if
0: you think of P folk in comparison to what the other ones you said, so DK Pepe, Sarge a whole job. Sergeant's a whole no DK, DK, DK goes behind as well, yeah, you can't go. Okay, behind.
3: so you say that you say that then then Joji doesn't fit his system then because Joji's not running behind.
0: And, and, Josie. and he'll,
3: he'll, Josie. No, no, no. Joe. I, I remember not, playing against Josie when he was. He'll peel off. I remember he yeah. always tried to play in between. He, he'll peel off and like exactly. Mikey would always play that. But always, I remember when I was in Houston, I just told our, 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 our defenders, he would stick. He would be right in front of you, but then he would peel off, and Mikey would just take one look, and Mikey would chip that ball right over the center back, right in between the center back and the outside back, right on chip. I mean, they do it six, seven, eight times a game, every single time. Mm-hmm. So. Josie wasn't running all the He would just peel off and then, like, just chip that little ball over the top. So, But Josie's not actually running in behind, you know what I'm saying?
2: That,
3: he's not, not systematically
0: so, he, – Josie's not systematically yeah. running in behind, but Josie's not slow either. He can at times. Yeah, he's not he, slow. He, he, not he picks slow. and chooses his moments. I don't think Pifok has that speed. to. He's not going to break – you know, beat the back line in speed one-on-one. I haven't seen
1: it. I haven't seen
0: it. I haven't seen it
1: hey hey but listen man great show um excited for josie this upcoming season mls is about to get, uh, get get rolling so happy for happy for them and hoping to see a uh, obviously a better product on the field this year so i'm excited a lot of new players uh shakiri is in chicago um, true, true. um your boy costa um is in la galaxy uh carlos vela is is uh is back
0: healthy so, you know, it should be, you know, Bob might Bob or Bruce might bring bees out of retirement a fourth time. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> hey, I think
1: I think one thing is clear that I think Josie's with the right coach at the right time in his career. If, if he has any opportunity to get a spark plug yeah. and, and get back yeah. to our old form. Right.
0: That's true. I, I agree with that. Yeah, man. So, Gooch, take us out, my brother. Take us out. Yo, this season is going on fire right now. I like our guests. I like the vibe. Hopefully the the listeners like it as well. You know, we try to give you our truths and our guests truth every time. So as always subscribe, comment, like us, follow us on social media, please follow us on social media and uh, you know, yeah, just keep 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 showing us love. And, and the reason
1: it needs you to follow us on social media, cause people like Josie Aldo are not gonna come on the show if they don't see we have X amount of followers. <laughs> <seems to> <laughs> no matter how much or how it. friends we are, how much history we have of each other, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh man. Boom. All right, family, peace. peace. All
2: right, peace. The Craft podcast is sponsored by Footballer Clothing, leading soccer lifestyle brand for over ten years worldwide. Live your passion with style and comfort. Footballer.com. That's F U T B O L R.com. Shop now and save 10% using discount code THE PODCAST.